The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Stacking the Box Podcast with Ian McMillan and Sterling Holmes. I am Sterling Holmes. Ian, I have missed you. It has been way too long. I missed that Canadian face of yours. How are you doing? Uh, I'm not doing too bad considering uh, this is obviously a football show, but uh, Canadian NHL teams have all been eliminated from the NHL playoffs. So considering that's the case, including my Maple Leafs, I'm not doing too, too bad. The NFL schedule does have me excited for NFL season. Uh, in my mind, the NHL season is now over. It's baseball season. And then before we know, it, we've got an NFL season. So it's coming up, sneaking up on us. Not talking poutine. We're not talking uh, milk in bags. We're talking NFL schedule release as if I haven't talked about it enough. But now we're talking the entire NFL. We'll talk the Chiefs. We'll talk the Falcons. But we'll talk the entire NFL games to look out for. Just initial reaction of the schedule being released. Uh, we have now had the confirmation that teams can now play two Thursday night football games this year. Obviously, the Chiefs do. There's a little different. They have the opening game on Thursday night football. But they also have another Thursday night football game sandwiched in there as well. Just what's your take on the NFL schedule being released in general? Uh, the big thing that I've uh, has been my takeaway early on, I'll get into it a little bit more later too, talking about my Falcons, but the fact, I believe this is the first year that uh, teams can have no prime time games. I know in the past, the rule was at least one Thursday game, which usually worked out to a prime time game. I think the Lions last year technically had no prime time games, but they did play on Thursday on Thanksgiving. Uh, but this is the year that teams could not even play on a Thursday. So four teams uh, with zero prime time games, uh, my Falcons are one, the Texans, the Cardinals, and the Colts. And then f- how many teams? Four teams of six primetime games. Uh, so that was that, yeah, including your Chiefs, of course, but also that one's not surprising. Probably makes sense. Um, I was surprised to see the Chargers got six primetime games. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I don't really think they're a Super Bowl contender, but who knows? Um, but yeah, that was my big takeaway is how a few teams have a ton of primetime games and four teams have zero 
What I will say about that, after seeing the games last year, I understand why they don't want to put the Colts or the Broncos who were perpetually in prime time. If you're not a good team, I get it. It's not great for the NFL. It's not great for the product. Same time, I've been there. I've been the Chiefs fan going through the Tyler Palco days, and all you're hoping for is a primetime game. Just one. Just one game a year. It, it, It feels different. And I feel for the Falcons fans. I feel for the other teams that don't have a primetime game. You look forward to that, even if your team is not good, and there's a different feel behind it. So in the interest of, again, the product is not going to be as good, I understand. But you have to also put yourself in those shoes. Your team is not always going to be good. Look at the Patriots right now. The Patriots are not going to be good this year. I understand that, and they thought they were going to be good forever. They're not. The Chiefs eventually will not be good forever, and we've known what that's like before this period. Every team goes through it. You you always want to have that one primetime game. I do feel for you guys. Now, let, let me ask you this. What's more important, do you think, for getting a primetime game, a team being good or a team being in a big market? Because there are some not-so-good teams with a lot of primetime games and some decent teams with not very many primetime games at all. So do you think it's more the market they're from or how good the team is and what their Super Bowl chances are. I I think part of it is how exciting you are. Even if you're not good, are you exciting? Do you have something that people will tune in for? I think the Chargers are a good example. They're in LA, but no one cares about the Chargers. What they care about is Justin Herbert. I don't think the Chargers are that good either. Uh, I'm shocked they have that many primetime games, but people tune in to see Justin Herbert throw the rock. It's the same thing. I think the Bears, you can make the case for they're a big city, but I think people are intrigued by Justin Fields. Um, Carolina's not good, but people are intrigued by what's Bryce Young going to do. Uh, Houston's different. They used are, to you trying to, are you trying to tell me nobody's intrigued by Desmond Ritter? No one is intrigued by Desmond Ritter outside of you. So, But that's my point is I, I don't think it necessarily um, relegates itself to are you a big market, I think, is – do you have an exciting player, someone that you're tuning in to watch? So I want to point out a couple teams I found surprising. The Packers, five primetime games with Jordan Love as their quarterback. Would you consider the Packers an exciting team, or are they getting five time five primetime games because they're the Green Bay Packers? Because of the Green Bay Packers. I don't think Jordan Love, after seeing him, I've seen him in person. I, I've... I'm not entranced by him. There's nothing that stands out for Jordan Love. Uh, I do think the Packers might be a surprisingly decent team this year. The roster is still not bad. They've actually put more emphasis on wide receivers and pass catchers now than they basically had outside of Devontae Adams when Aaron Rodgers was there, which I find fascinating. But no, I I think that's the Green Bay. Same thing with New England. New England still gets a little bit of that because of New England. England, Uh, Green Bay still gets that because it's, it's Green Bay and they have a very large fan base. Also interesting to see the discrepancy between the two LA teams. I mentioned the Chargers with six prime dime games. The Rams only with two. This is a team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, and yeah, obviously a bad season this past year, ran into some injuries and some other things didn't go their way, but all the way down to only two prime time games for the Rams this year while they're the other LA team is six. Uh, I thought it was a little bit surprising as well. And they seem to have some of the highest variance. If you you listen to people in the national media, some think they're going to return to form and Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, they can still be the building blocks and the guys you count on to take them to the playoffs. And then other people you look at, the Vegas betting odds, well, they think they're going to be two scoops of ass. They think they're going to be horrible. Uh, Jalen Ramsey obviously going to Miami. They've lost some pieces. I don't know where you stand on the Rams, but I think they're probably closer to being horrible than closer to making the playoffs. 
Uh, no, I'm, I, I'm on the other side. I think the Rams. I don't think they win that division. I think they might. They could be a sneaky wild card team, though. I just they won the Super Bowl two years ago. I know they've they've lost some pieces, but I I, I just can't look past that too far. Yeah, we'll see. Which which of the teams of the four teams with zero primetime games are you surprised about the most? So it was Falcons, Texans, Cardinals, Texans, Colts. Cardinals, Colts. Uh, I'd probably say Houston. I'd really? Say, I, the, the reason why I say Houston is because they have uh, CJ Stroud. Right. Second that- overall draft pick. I mean, if you want to say the Colts, but who knows when Anthony Richardson's going to start? We don't know right. when Richard. I mean, I'm sure these schedules were probably already mostly done before the draft even took place, right? This is not just a, they do this in one night. This is a long drawn out process. A lot of logistics go into this. Right. I get it. But when Bright or when a uh, CJ Stroud was drafted, I thought, all right, he's going to be the guy he will be starting. I'm shocked that we're not seeing a CJ Stroud, especially with Will Anderson being the third overall draft pick as well. We're not seeing the Texans in prime time, at least once. I, I was going to say the Cardinals because of Kyler Murray, but that would have to be late in the year. Because right. no one knows when he's coming back. That's the right. issue is no one knows. You're, you're putting that week 15. At that point, the Cardinals are going to be, what, 3-12. and 12. I understand that one. The Colts, again, it's probably Gardner Minshew to start the year. When does Anthony Richardson take over? There's so many unknowns. I don't think they're a great team. The AFC is obviously very, very deep. I'm not surprised there. Atlanta, I guess, because of Kyle Pitts. If you want to go Desmond Ritter, I'll, I'll entertain it. I think the Falcons are you can make a case for because they might be contending in their division. So that right. might make a a better case for I think the Falcons are probably the best record wise of those four teams. My prediction, this is a bold call. The Falcons will get a primetime game. Week 18, they play the Saints. So they have the one flex, the one flex in there. NFC South on the line, winner gets the division. Week 18, prime flex it for us. I'm in. It's a good rivalry could have the division on the line because those are the two teams that probably have a really realistic chance to win the NFC South. If it's so on the line, you hope. I, I, I'm in. Yeah, it'd have to be, it'd have to be on the line. Yes, for sure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get into some of the games you're most excited for this upcoming season. Do you have any off the top of your head that you're really looking forward to? Uh, one involves your team. I want to see. I love a good Super Bowl rematch the year after the Super Bowl, which we don't get a lot because obviously NFC teams and AFC teams uh, only play each other twice every eight years. Obviously, it's kind of more than that because now that uh, 17th game is now against an interconference team. Um, but this is uh, one of the rare times that we get an immediate Super Bowl rematch. So they play on Monday Night Football in, you probably know this because you've been talking with the Chiefs yeah, schedule. It's, 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 um, late, it's later on in the year, isn't it's, it? It's after the week 10 or week 11 after the bye. Week 10 is the Chiefs bye. So they play in Germany against Miami. 15 days for Andy Reid to play in. Then the Eagles at Arrowhead. Yeah, that's going to be great. I love a good Super Bowl rematch. That Super Bowl was a great game. It came down to the wire. A little bit of an anticlimactic ending. Um, but still probably, I mean, would you be shocked even if you see a Super Bowl rematch this coming year? I think the Eagles are by far the best team in the NFC. The Chiefs probably, you know, they have probably more competition, but I, you can still 
say that they're the best team in the AFC. So not only could it be a Super Bowl rematch, it might also be a Super Bowl preview uh, of later in the year. So I, I don't think there's a single game on the, on the calendar I'd be looking forward to as, uh, as much as that. Uh, it's a Monday night football game, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Eagles and Chiefs. So I know I'll talk more about the Chiefs later, so I'll try and keep the Chiefs out of this for most exciting matchups I'm looking forward to because that'd be too obvious. Uh, one of them is actually the Jets and the Giants. You might be asking oh. yourself, why? Well, yeah. Jets and Giants play week eight, and it, they only face each other every four years. So they only face off every four years. Not only that, how rare is it when they're both playoff contenders? Right. So this is pretty cool. I mean, the the Battle of New York, which is technically New Jersey, because both these two teams play in Jersey, which blows my mind. How does New York, by the way, I'm going to die on this hill. How can New York claim to the best city in the world and both of their two NFL teams play in a state over. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it is. I mean, their stadium is very close to the border. Like, you no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't care how close it is. They play in Jersey. They're they a bunch of liars. They're that, a bunch a of liars over here. I, yeah, they. I wish they were both because they both used to be in New Jersey or in sorry in New York. I think uh, the Giants played at Yankee Stadium, didn't they? And the Jets played in Queens. I'm I'm looking at this. I didn't know I didn't know they were playing against each other this year. But that's how is that just a Sunday afternoon game? How yep. is that not a prime time game? Week eight, Battle New York. Rogers is now at Jed. I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm not even a big market guy. If he, I'm a Kansas City guy, you know this. I, I I hate big market teams for the most part because I always feel like the Midwest gets overlooked. NFL is different. Obviously, baseball is the main reason why I'm why I'm saying this. But I'm really excited to see these two teams face off once every four years, and they're finally playoff contenders. That's exciting. Yeah. I wish it was prime time. I can't believe it's stuck at just a 1 p.m. game. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's a fun one. Another one I want to point out, Bills Bengals. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to be a fun one. Week 9. Yep. Week and 8 think- and week, week, week eight and week 9 has a plethora of good games. Yes. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys are also week 9. Uh, week 8 has Texans and Panthers. You might be saying, Sterling, how is that entertaining? Well, it's 1 versus 2. It's Bryce mm. Young versus C.J. Yep. Stroud. That's entertaining to me. Entertaining for the a sense of these guys should be at least farther along in the rookie development as a quarterback. It's not week one. It's not week four. It's week eight. They should be hitting their stride and seeing, again, long sample size. Well, well not a long sample size, a, a, a long career ahead of both of these two guys. But by week eight, we can already start drawing conclusions. Who was right to go one? Who was right to go two? Ian knows I've been on the CJ Stroud train for a while. Yeah. So uh, I might be rooting for the Houston Texans in that one. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one, one, one verse two. And it's yeah. Kind of rare that we're getting that in this case, because they are separate conferences as well, but the two South divisions play against each other this year. So uh, yeah, that should be a good one. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm looking through the primetime schedule here to see if there's anything else, but I, I will tell you the one I'm looking forward to the most. I think of any team, any All game right. out in the NFC. Okay. 49ers. At Philly, week 13. There we go. And this is for a multitude of reasons. These are the two best teams by far in the NFC. Niners, Eagles. It's week 13. There's going to be a lot on the line. The one seed in the NFC could be on the line. Not only that, who is going to be the Niners quarterback at this point? Is it Trey Lance? Is it Sam Darnold? Is Brock Purdy back at this point? There's a lot at stake in this game. So week 13, Niners at Philly. That's the game I'm looking forward to most in the NFC. Not a primetime game, unfortunately. Well, why would you? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
I'm I'm just looking through the schedule. There's the draft, and then there's a schedule, and then that is when I start getting excited for for the next NFL season. It takes a couple months for me to kind of recuperate a little bit. I'm I'm pumped. I love it. What blows my mind is the NFL is this behemoth of an organization where we are four months away from NFL games mattering. And what are we talking about? The NFL schedule. We're talking about games that are six to seven months out saying how excited we are for them. And the NBA playoffs are going on right now. Hockey playoffs are going on right now. But the NFL is still king. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's the best. All right, let's, best. Look at, let's look into the future. I know you're going to talk about your Falcons. I'm going to talk about the Chiefs. Uh, I will start with the Chiefs, just go through this. I've talked about it a lot. If you've heard me on radio, I, I was breaking it down the day it, it, it got released. So I've talked about it a lot, but I'll talk about it again. Week one against the Lions. Lions coming into Arrowhead. The NFL basically saying the Lions have earned this. I will say this. The Lions are not the same team that didn't win a single game 15 years ago. This Lions team won eight of their final 10 games to end the year last year. This Lions team was the third most yards per game last year, fifth highest scoring offense last year. While their draft was very much 1980s, Dan Campbell knows how to run this team. Week one is always wonky. Uh, the Lions have traditionally played the Chiefs pretty difficult. I will say the last time the, the Lions came into Arrowhead, uh, it was not close. It was not close. But doesn't matter. I think this will be a great game. Uh, I do think it's a good a good opening game for the NFL. A lot of people have been asking, why is the Miami game in Frankfurt? Why is that the game in Germany? Well, if you wanted to break down the list, the Chiefs were already always going to be giving up a home game, giving up a home game because that was how the schedule broke down. So take away all of the away teams. Okay. Not only that, you're probably not going to play a divisional game overseas. So the Broncos, Chargers, Raiders were, by this thought process, out of the equation. You weren't given the Eagles over there. You weren't given the Bills over there. And you weren't given the Bengals over there. So what did that leave you with? That, le- that left you with the Bears, the Lions, and the Dolphins. Well, the Chiefs said they're not giving up the Bears. You could block off one game that could not be played overseas. The Chiefs wanted the Bears to be here in Arrowhead. The reason being, they thought that there was going to be a lot of money, a very lucrative game. There's a ton of Bears fans, a ton of Bears fans here in Kansas City. It's a very easy drive, flight, train from Chicago down to Kansas City. So they thought the prices would go up. So in that instance, they chose money. Okay, That was the thought process with the Bears. So that left you the Lions and the Dolphins. The NFL decided to go with the Lions, and that that means Miami had to be the team that went overseas. That was the thought process. I'm excited for Miami overseas. The only issue is it would have been incredible to see Tyreek Hill have to watch the Chiefs raise the Super Bowl banner, get their rings on opening night of the NFL. That would have been incredible. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, why are people upset that it's the Dolphins? Is it just because of Tyreek Hill? Like the, the teams in the NFL aren't going to, you know, com- read play in the entire schedule around seeing Tyreek Hill play against the Chiefs again. No, no, but but we thought the storyline, at least here in Kansas, say the storyline was enough that that would have been a massive influx of of eyes on the TV. Sure, we we thought that could have been the case, and then we realized it's opening game. There'll be an influx of people watching that no matter what. Think of Thursday night football games. People tuned in to watch the Colts and the Broncos play football last year. It was the only game. People will watch no matter what. It doesn't really matter. Uh, And also the Lions against the Chiefs. uh, It'll be the rematch of Jared Goff against uh, Patrick Mahomes. And last time we saw that, 
2018 Rams Chiefs, one of the greatest regular season games of all time with 105 points being scored. So hopefully, and I'm sure the NFL hopes this, we see another uh, uh, version of that with 105 points being scored in Jared Goff and uh, Patrick Mahomes just slinging it up and down the field. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, the Lions, uh, the Lions offense, as I mentioned, to end last year was phenomenal. Yes. And so, their defense was crap. So we might actually see another 105-point game. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I will also say 16-5 and five are the teams who've won the Super Bowl who now host the home opener. 16-5. and five. So if you want some statistics, bodes well for Kansas City. And the Chiefs are 2-0 and oh with a win over the Patriots in Gillette in a win against the Houston Texans in 2020. Uh, did you look at the betting odds or the, the spread for the Lions Chiefs? Have you seen that yet? I have not yet. What do you think it is? What would you, what would you set the spread at? Oh, Chiefs six and a half. Nailed it. Chiefs six and a half. Look at you. You're a betting guy after all. I am you a betting it. guy. Well, and I would probably take the Lions points. The Chiefs don't cover. Whatever, whatever, whatever the points Chiefs are. Do not cover. Yeah. The, the Chiefs win. They're yeah. going to win. They're not going to cover. They've been one of the worst cover teams over the past like three seasons. Well, that's the only way I make money. Yeah. I'm a horrible betting guy. I use my thought. I use my brain. I go, well, the Chiefs offense is going to put up this many points. The Chiefs defense is improved. They'll hold the Lions. Next thing you know, it's a Jared Goff late garbage time touchdown to a Ross yeah. St. Brown. They don't cover. That's what happens. Final thoughts on the Chiefs before we move on to your Falcons. Their toughest games are at home. Uh Eagles at home, Bills at home, Bengals at home, uh, the Lions, whatever you think about them, they're at home. Uh, I'm pretty enthused by that. You can say the Jets on the road. You can say um, the Jags on the road. But those aren't necessarily extremely difficult games. I think the Chiefs schedule lines up very well for me. It behooves them. Uh, I'm a fan. All right. I like it. I mean, the, the Chiefs are going to be there no matter what. I mean, when you're the Kansas City Chiefs, there's some teams. The Chiefs do have in their entire division do kind of have – a, a tough schedule, but when you're the Kansas City Chiefs, like you're going to win games, you're going to make the playoffs. Well, you're always going to have a tough schedule. I mean, look, look at the Eagles, right? You know, if, if you're the, I mean, they're in the NFC, so it's a little different than the AFC. But if you're the one, you're always going to have a tough schedule. We said it last year. I thought last year's schedule was way more difficult. Obviously, we're sitting this on May 16th. Last year, we thought the Rams were going to be great. We thought the Buccaneers were going to be great. They were not. Right. So it ended up a little easier than than we originally thought. This year maybe ends up a little more difficult than we thought, but right now on May 16th, I'm liking it. All right. Now my Falcons, whoever decided that the Falcons should get zero primetime games should be thrown in jail. What, what, a, what an insulting disgrace for the Atlanta Falcons. They got a guy who's going to end up being an MVP quarterback in Desmond Ritter. Uh, they got an improving defense. They're probably going to go on a deep playoff run, and this team has zero primetime game. Even the Panthers have a primetime game. The Buccaneers have a primetime game. The Saints have, like, the only team in the NFC South without at least one primetime game is the Falcons. That's disgusting. It's abhorrent. It's insulting. And I won't stand for it. But with that being said, we might go undefeated. The Falcons' schedule is what? unbelievably easy. Not actually. They're not actually going to go undefeated. But when you look at the Falcons' schedule, they have they, they have the second easiest schedule based on projected win totals it's the saints and the falcons of the two easy schedules but your division's horrible right which is why (laughs) our schedule is so easy but when i look at their schedule i literally i find very few games that are like you know for every team especially when you're a crappy team like the falcons there's really like four to five games you're like okay those are going to be losses no matter what every single game on this schedule is a winnable game we don't play any good teams at all the best team we play is the jets is the best team on our schedule. And then the Vikings or Packers if you, or, or Lions. I guess the NFC North teams might be decent. But the Falcons are going to win. 
I know, and this is kind of the thing that happens with every single fan of every single NFL team. They look at their schedule and everyone thinks their team's going to win 10 or 11 games. Sure. I don't see how the Falcons win less than nine. All right. I'm, I have it pulled up look, right now. Bring it up. For, bring up the Falcons schedule. So it is unbelievably easy. Panthers. I, I think that's at home. I think right. you, get, you get one. And everyone listening right now, I'm not, I'm not a Falcons guy. I, I, I don't think the Falcons are a great team. Uh, throwing that out there. Uh, 1-0 and against the Packers. I've said I think the Packers will be much improved. I think they'll be – well, better than people think they will they will be. Much improved okay. going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. But I do think people have them at like a five-win team. If they went 8-9 and nine again as they did last year, I wouldn't be shocked. The NFC is just that bad. And I do think the um, – Aaron Rodgers wasn't good last year. And I think the overall Packers team might be a little better than it was last year. Outside of him, obviously, is what I'm saying. So sure. I, I think if, if Jordan Love is average, if they won eight games, I wouldn't be shocked. But I will say this game is in Atlanta. I will have them going 2-0. and At Detroit, I think they lose that one. Um, Jaguars come in to Atlanta. I think no, they lose that one. That one's in London. That one's in London. Okay, I think they lose that one. Um the Jags won a playoff game last year. That's they're, a fair point. They're I guess I'm just used to the Jaguars always. Yeah, you, you see Lions. That might actually be our toughest game. You see Lions and Jags, and you go, right. oh, they're horrible. Then <laughs> you go, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. Right. The Lions and Jaguars are actually good this year. Okay, that's fair. So I think you're 2-2 two and two versus the Texans. I think, again, I, I'm higher on the Texans than the majority of folks. I don't think the Texans are good, but I think they're better than most people think. I think it's a tough game, but I think the Atlanta Falcons win. This game is at Atlanta. Uh, against Washington at Atlanta again at home. Ooh, so you're three and two going into this one. This is one that really get, this one either gets this one either gets your fan base getting extremely excited or a loss brings you back down to reality. Yes, I think Washington wins this game, oh. but for but for you, I can't go there. I think I think I think the Falcons are three and three. I think Washington is a pretty darn good team, especially defensively. Um, they got some weapons offensively as well. Who's throwing them the, the ball? That remains to be seen. If it's slinging Sam Howell, we'll find out. But I think the commander's team is deeper than the Falcons overall. So three and three at the Buccaneers. I think you get that one. I think Tampa Bay is about the worst team in football. So you're four and three at the Titans. Titans, who knows who's a starting quarterback? Have they gone to Malik Willis? Have they gone to Will Levis? Is it Ryan Tannehill? I don't know. Five and three for the Falcons. Do you think that you, th- you think the Falcons beat the Titans in Tennessee? Yes. Arthur Smith no, knows his former team. Yes. Win. Yes. So five and three at home against Minnesota. Uh, I would say that you guys would win this game, but it's noon. So I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins at noon gets it done. Fair point. Fair five point. and four. Falcons five and four at the Cardinals. Cardinals are cheeks. Uh, if Kyler Murray's back, I'll have the, the Cardinals winning this game. If he's not, he's injured by week 10. You think he's still injured? I guess it depends on when he gets back. But when he comes <laughs> he back, come back yeah. when he comes back, he'll probably have four weeks of being healthy, and then he's hurt again. So but this this could be his healthy week. I, I will say Kyler Murray's out for this game. Okay. So if that's the case, Win. six and four, right? Is that where yep. we're at? Yep. Okay. Six and four. Uh versus the Saints. I'll have you guys splitting with the Saints. This one's at home, so I'll say seven and four. At the Jets, that's a loss. Seven and five. Again, against the Buccaneers, eight and five. 
at the Panthers. You split with the Panthers eight and six versus the Colts. I think you win that game nine and six at the Bears. I think the Bears are very similar to you guys. Um, nine and seven and then losing again because I have you splitting against the Saints nine and eight. So I I, I, I think the Falcons might win nine games. And that you was wanted eight. to give us that 10th win against the Bears. You wanted to give us that 10th win. Right there, that's <laughs> 10 wins. That's the playoffs. Their projected win total is eight and a half. I think they go over eight and a half wins. Oh, well, I, I got, you, I I got nine, your nine right there. Realistically, I mean, I do think they're going to go undefeated. But realistically, I think not, but somewhere between nine and 10 wins. I, I do think there's a lot of games that are you know 50 50 i think the buccaneers kind of are 50 50 the bears the commanders the i think the packers are 50 50 uh the titans depending on who's starting is 50 50 but that that can be a good thing there's a lot on the line each game it actually yes. should be a fun season for falcons yes. fans some highs some lows there's, there's enough there to give us some hope and i will say no primetime games but we do have that 9 30 a.m game against the jaguars so we do have a standalone game but it's 9 30 eastern so um yeah i i have hope i have uh, the playoffs are the playoffs are possible which we'll is all you. all you can ask for as a fan of a crappy team is to have hope and i have hope we'll, we'll talk about that later actually i was going to ask your thoughts on the 8 30 a.m games we'll talk about london and germany games a little bit later on in this show so i'll i'll, I'll save that for then um but which primetime night has the best schedule thursday night sunday night or monday night football uh yeah, I have some thoughts on this. I think Sunday Night Football does have the best schedule. Uh, Thursday night has been much improved, though, because for the past couple of years, Thursday night was a joke. And I know this kind of now goes against uh, my thoughts on four teams not having primetime games, but it does lend to better Thursday night football games because it was always the crappiest teams in the league. That's when they got their primetime games on Thursday night. Um, even my Falcons, their Thursday night game last year was against the Panthers. It was a terrible game. Um, so the Thursday night slate is improved, still the worst of the three. I think Monday night football has some better standalone games, like the Eagles and Chiefs, I think, is the best game of the year. That's Monday night. Um, but this, from start to finish, the Sunday night football slate, I think, is the best is is the best of the three primetime slates. It's just It just hits every single week. I don't think there's a bad Sunday night football game. Obviously, things could change if we get late in the year and teams are hurt or things like that, but... As the schedule stands right now, I'm looking through it. There's not a single bad Sunday night football game. Yeah. And looking at Thursday night football, there's some duds. Monday night football has some duds. Packers, Raiders, week five. Um, Seattle Giants, week four. Not bad, but that doesn't really jump out at you. The Raiders have another Monday night football game against the Lions. Uh, Broncos have a Monday night football game against the Bills. I don't think the Broncos are any good. Uh, the Bears against the Vikings on Monday night. The Titans against the Dolphins on Monday night. Yes, Sunday right. night football slate. You know, uh, the worst game you have, what, Packers-Vikings week 17, and that might have some implications on the line. Steelers-Raiders maybe week three. Yeah, the Raiders maybe week three. Broncos-Vikings week 11. But, I mean, there, there are a lot of good games. The Niners-Seahawks week 12. Ravens-Chargers. chiefs um, Ah, Chiefs Packers isn't great, but at least the Chiefs. Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals. Um, I would say Sunday Night Football has the best slate of games personally. Yep, I agree. From from start to finish, it has the best slate. But I still think Monday Night has the best game of Eagles Chiefs. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I will also say Thursday Night Football last year was just 
I, I do feel bad to an extent just for some of the primetime games last year because you thought the Bucks were going to be good. You thought the Rams were going to be good. Yeah. And then you thought the Broncos were going to be pretty good with Russell Wilson going there. And none of them. And yeah. honestly, the Colts, people thought the Colts were going to be pretty good. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Matt Ryan, Sorry. by the way. Uh, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan is retired. So, I'm yeah. glad Matt Ryan is now going to be an analyst. You thought he was going from Super Bowl winner and MVP to a uh, an analyst in one year, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Mm. I love Hunter. What are the futures on Sam Darnold for MVP? Not good. Well, you know, I, I guess if you'd want to put five bucks to win 5K. Yeah, probably. Seriously, what, what would it be at? I mean, there, there's no chance because I don't think he's, he's, probably even, not, he's probably not even listed on the odds list. I mean, I would say he's pre- is he starting. What about your boy Brock Purdy? Uh, Trey Lance, I'm sorry. Trey Lance is the guy. Um, you can kick rocks if you think different. Trey Lance is going to be the dude. I will die on that hill. Not actually die because I think it's a silly saying die on that hill over something you think i'm gonna die over who i think is gonna be the starting quarterback for a team i will i will take a charlie horse to the thigh that trey lance is the guy next year for for the Niners. all right book it charlie horse to the thigh done all right uh let's talk about the nfl game on peacock Peacock is going to have exclusive rights to a playoff game next year in the divisional wild card round. And I am furious. I'm pissed. I'm irate. I'm livid. It irks me. I have so much anger towards this. How the hell do I have to get another app, spend more money to enjoy this? Why are you making it more difficult for me to watch a game? It's not just a week three Thursday night football game. This is a playoff game. How Mm. the bleep are you making it this difficult for us to enjoy your product? I'm a cable guy. I get it. I'm 87 years old. I get it. I'm ancient. But if you have cable, you should be able to watch every single NFL game. That's the whole point of having cable. Not only that, what the hell is the NFL doing? Do you want people to watch this product? Do you want people to watch your playoff game? This is asinine. It's stupid. It's stupid. Am I going to call my grandpa up and say, hey, grandpa, you got to download this app. This is how you stream. No, it's not channel three or channel 13 like normal. Here's what you have to do. And also, by the way, spend 20 bucks a month and then try and cancel your free trial afterwards in time. Yeah, great luck with that one. This is stupid. I I, I hate this. The NFL just trying to squeeze every single dollar out of you that you possibly can. At some point, stop it. The NFL draft, best ratings you've had this year. I mean, the the ratings around the NFL is just going up, up, up. I get it's about money, but at some point, let us watch your product. We're trying to, we're trying to enjoy your product. Don't you make enough money from us? Stop this. It's insanity. I love it. The future is now, old man. Get it, get over to the streaming. I don't, I don't have cable. I don't watch cable. I I have, I I stream already. This is the future of watching sports. No, freak you, man. Freak you. In order order to force people to finally adapt to the future, they have to put a game on exclusive streaming services. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. They did it with KU basketball here. It doesn't work. You know what happens? No one watches those games. 
They're the least viewed games. They did. They tried it with baseball. Hey, it's it's gonna suck for the first few years, but everything else. No, is it's transfer- gonna suck forever. You know why? You watch movies on cable anymore? No, you stream movies. Oh. It's, it's got to be the same with sports. Oh, you either got to go all cable or all streaming. So I have to download seventeen different things. I need to download seventeen different yes. things and pay money to seventeen different things. You know what's gonna happen? You, you, someone's gonna come up with a great idea. Well, what if we just package all of these together? What if we package yes. all these together and have it for one lump price? You know what that is? Streaming. That's cable. That's cable. That's what cable is. It's all of these things lumped together. See, this is what I did. I go, I'm not getting rid of cable because it's eventually going to go back because someone's going to be getting sick and tired of paying 20 bucks for this, 15 bucks for this, nine bucks for this, but now you have commercials. It's all going to come back to one, one thing. It's cable. It's the easiest way to watch yeah, games. But it's not going to be cable. It's going to be done through the internet and streaming. S- stream. Do I want a buffer? Sterling, you might be the only person under 30 years old in North America that has cable. Nobody has cable anymore. Do, do I want to sit there? You know why? Because they actually have you know the where, rights you know to shit. Cable? You know where they watch cable? Nursing homes. You, sure. That's it. They have their shit together in nursing homes. <laughs> so in, in 30 and in 30, 40, as the years go on, there's going to be less and less cable. So we got to make the switch to streaming. No, so if the why NFL would I want has more buffering? Why do I want? That's why do I have to do poor, worse quality? I mean, it, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Why? why? Let, let me grabs popcorn. Thank you, Woozy guy. I, I grab my Jiffy Pop. That's what I'm making my popcorn on. My old timey movie theater <laughs> ideas. Stuff. I get it. I'm an old man yelling at a cloud, but I, I'm telling you, everyone who who loves streaming has forgotten about the simplicity of cable. They forgot how easy it is. You just th- throw it on. Now I have to go back and forth, get in and out of an app. Now I have to pay money for 17 different things. It's one thing. At oh, this like one, cable's not overpriced? It is, but it's still cheaper. I've broken it down. Why do you think I still have cable? I'm a frugal mother bleeper. I'm frugal. I- I'm saving that money. By the way, they have the rights to everything. Typically, outside of apparently this one playoff game, that's why cable's great. If I want to watch Royals baseball, I have to have cable or download, guess what? Yet another app. Spend another... 30, 40 bucks a month on something. By the way, the Royals are two scoops of ass, so it doesn't really matter because no one wants to watch them anyways. I get it, but I have to for work. I am not going to go and just download all of these things just to watch one game. What I'm going to end up doing is going to a bar. The NFL, I get it. I'm spending money, but the NFL will not be getting my money. They will not be getting my money. Some local bar will be getting my money because that's where I'm watching this game at. I will say this is what needs to happen. It's never going to happen because the, the, the cable companies, uh, the NBCs of the world and all those, they all have a piece of the pie in the NFL. But oh, you mean Peacock, it, which is NBC? The ideal situation would be if there was just one app that was called the NFL app. And that's the one app you needed. It was one monthly subscription and you could watch every single NFL game, no matter what time of day it is, no matter if it's prime time or an afternoon game or Thursday or Sunday or Monday, you can watch every single NFL game on that one app and charge me 20 bucks a month. And that's what they should do. I think that's maybe eventually what's going to happen, but it's going to take a long time for us to get there. And there's going to be a lot of hiccups along the way. And one of those hiccups is we got to watch a we got to watch a playoff game on Peacock. I'm sorry, but eventually it's going to lead to one app for the NFL. The NFL Network, I get it, Red Zone, but it, it, it's it makes it more difficult because I don't just want to watch NFL. I also want to watch NBA. I also want to well, watch get baseball. the NBA app. So I get the MLB no, no. app. There's no point. Why do I have to download all these apps when I have it in one, one spot? What if I want to go back and forth and watch Family Feud? What if I want to watch Steve Harvey tell us some hilarious jokes? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I am ancient. Stop. Maybe I'm old watching <laughs> Steve Harvey. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I get it. But uh, I just get so sick and tired of, we'll just download this app. 
Just download this, download that, spend money on this, spend money on that. Welcome to the future. No, that is not a future I want to be a part of. I'm going to go back to, I want my newspapers in print. Right. No email. You wanted to send letters. I want to send letters. Yeah. Handwritten letters. Hand, they, they mean more. Handwritten letters do mean more than a text. Come on. You'd probably rather listen to NFL games on a radio than actually watch. You probably think TV is. I'm about to take you downstairs. I'm about to take my laptop and show you the old time radio I have in my living room right yeah. now. It's the least surprising thing I've heard. All I have time. a huge radio that almost burnt my house down. Not surprised. Yeah, just really quickly. This is a fun story. As old as I am, I obviously don't know how these old time radios truthfully work. There's too much voltage in new homes, or at least newer homes. My house is built in like the 60s, but they've obviously updated the outlets and the electricity, right? The voltage. You have to have a something that makes like a voltage, let's say like 200 watts to like 40 watts, whatever it is. I didn't know that. I plugged that bad boy in, trying to listen to the Royals game. Catches on fire. I have to wheel this big ass radio outside on, on my outside of my little um I guess patio it's a concrete slab i'm not that fancy my girlfriend's sitting there going what what is going on back there i'm saying don't worry about it as i'm running for a fire extinguisher i got the fire out the radio's back but the i now radio still life. works it caught fire and it still works yeah just the, the back well i don't know if it works i don't have the no. i have a small radio now i use for that it was a small old timey like 1940s radio i use now got it so yes i am old is the the moral of the story i would like to go back to that Unbelievable. You, you're the only person I've ever talked to who said yes. Are, are you a Peacock executive? Were you the one that made this decision? Are you getting like 3% of this deal? No, I should be though. And apparently the cable companies I'm, need to be giving me money. <laughs> I, I, I love this deal. I think it's great. I think it's great for the long term of the sport. I will never agree with you there, but let's move on because it sounds like uh, we're going to fight. And, and Ian, I don't want to fight with you. I, I, I Fighting with a Canadian. I thought, I thought, I thought Canadians were supposed to be nice. These are supposed to be nice people. No, that's a myth. That's a myth. Will or should there be an NFL European division? Uh, speaking about Canada, I think yes, there should be. But can Canada get an NFL team first, please? I know we have our own football league, the CFL, the Canadian Football League. But that's even kind of a completely different sport. Um, give Canada an NFL team. Maybe make a Canadian division before you expand all the way to Europe. But I actually don't hate the idea of European division. Uh, it'd be have to be they have to be the schedule a weird way like teams have to play like four four home games or four home games and like four away games kind of alternate that way so i don't know thoughts and prayers to the schedule maker that has to figure that out every year but i think it'd be kind of fun why not the jags are basically spending a month over there to begin with um yeah with, i think it'd be easier to do it games. i think it'd be easier to do an nfl like a division than just one team mm. I do think Canada could get a team and I wouldn't like Toronto. I mean, they have baseball, they have basketball. I, I'm actually a little surprised that they don't. And if you want to say it's because it's too cold, I mean, New York, I mean, yeah, it's cold in New York. I mean, hell, Chicago, Chicago is, is yeah. cold as hell. It's not that it doesn't even get that cold in Toronto. Minnesota's either. in a dome, I guess. Green Bay is cold as hell. That's yeah. outside. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Toronto got a team. I, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm fine with the one-off. Um, that's kind of what game 17 is for. The added a game. That's what we were all kind of sold on is that 70 of the games in a untraditional spot, whether they even put a game, let's say in Alabama, like at Tuscaloosa, that'd be kind of cool. There's no team around there. That'd be kind of fun to watch an NFL game at Tuscaloosa. But when it comes to 
having a division, a European division, I'm out on. Logistically, it wouldn't make a ton of sense. The travel, you would have to add in so many buys. Otherwise, guys are being jet lagged. If you're adding that many more teams, then the overall product is going to be watered down dramatically. I don't see a way that it makes sense. I, I understand the money aspect of it. I'm sure it's tantalizing to the NFL. But I think they also understand it would water down the product so much that it wouldn't be worth it. It would be a long play. You know, maybe in 15 years it would work. If you start now and in 15 years you have you have an actual European division, then sure. But I don't know if they want to go through that growing period when the NFL is booming right now as is. Yeah, it's certainly not something I would see happening in the short term. It'd definitely be a long-term thing. Did you ever – do you remember NFL Europa? Yeah. Uh, Berlin – what were they, Berlin Thunder? Well, what's interesting is – the Chiefs actually have a pretty large fan base in Germany. Right. And, and part of that is from those previous divisions. Uh, the previous leagues was almost like a summer camp, or I forget how it was, how it was eventually broken down. But it was almost like a feeder. Yeah, it was NFL. like a feeder league. Yeah, it was yeah. like a minor league. Yeah, and if they did something like that, I'd be very intrigued with Yeah, I don't know why they got rid of that. I guess maybe they just didn't make enough money, but maybe that's the way to go. Maybe you got to bring back NFL Europa in the summer. I don't know if players would do it. I mean, the players right now, you have the XFL, you have the right. Canadian football league. Do you want to go overseas where you're potentially not making as much or maybe the same amount of money, but different language, different culture. Um, you're that far away from your family. You got to pay those guys a good amount more so than you would even the XFL, I would imagine. And the XFL is on TV. So, I mean, there, there, there's already some, yeah, but Barriers wouldn't you think to... wouldn't you think there'd be there'd be more hunger in Europe for some sort of football, professional football league than there would be for a second or third league in America? Yes. If that makes any sense. Yes. I mean, I was just looking at uh just when looking at the Falcons schedule here, uh, and it has the ticket prices that you can get for each game. The Falcons and Jaguars tickets, the cheapest ticket already is $144. When the Chiefs were playing Miami in Germany, originally it came out nine hundred bucks was the cheapest, then it was seven hundred. I don't know what it is right now off the top of my yeah. head, but I mean, you're talking the most expensive game by a wide margin, right? So that tells me there's some level of thirst over there for professional football. Now, maybe I mean, obviously NFL Europa is not going to sell for the same amount, but I don't know. It's an interesting thing they should explore, and maybe they are. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do right now. But again, I'm personally more fine with the 17th game being a being this an sure. overseas game, a a game in a spot that you traditionally would not have it. That I'm 100 percent okay with. Uh, plus, you can easily have a buy if each team only has one week, or if your case of Jacksonville, you're over there two weeks in a row, and then you have the buy. You also got to think about season ticket members; they're losing the game. Uh, again, not traditionally because you added the 17th game. So, uh, yeah, you still have your eight games at home, but you still are. You're, you're still losing that game in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. So uh, you got to think about the actual fan base here, wherever your current team is located. Uh, let's get into – or let's go for the in or outs. We just mentioned it, in or out on the NFL London games. 
Uh, so just one-offs. Yeah, I'm in. I saw an NFL thing. Is Taylor Luan recently said that the NFL running games are brutal to play in. But mm-hmm. just as a fan, I like waking up early and having one NFL game to watch in the background as you're cooking breakfast and getting ready for the day and getting ready for the later slate. So I, I'm in on NFL, just one-off London games. Yeah, I'm in on the one-offs as well. Again, that's my point with the players. I, I, I don't see them going for multiple games. I don't see them for a division. I think that flight and just the um, isolation, if you will, from from your friends, family, your hometown, wherever you're living at would be – a uh, fairly large, a substantial barrier to injury. So I'm in on the one-offs, out on the out on the future. Um, bad teams getting at zero primetime games. In or out there, Ian? I'm a hypocrite because in general, I would say I'm in on bad teams not getting any primetime games, but now my Falcons are a bad team, and now I hate it. Uh, give us one primetime game. Um yeah, I, I even though it's it sucks for me this year, I'm probably generally in on this because I, I I don't want to watch the Texans play football. Who cares? I don't want to see the Colts play football this year. Who cares? I think I'm out. I think I think I like seeing teams get one because it also gives you a good vantage point of the bad teams and where they stand and what they look like. I, I yeah, right. it was fun watching the Broncos. They, they suck. And I get it. That was miserable. So maybe I'm a hypocrite as well in my own right, doing the opposite of what you are. But I do remember what it was like when the chiefs were a horrendous team. And when they were on prime time, you would just be ecstatic. Like that was Christmas. That was that year for that team. That was their super bowl. That's what they got up for. That was their playoff game, basically, in the regular season. So I do think it's fun for those teams and those players. I think the players take that into account as well. Uh, you know, those players probably want to get that. That's how you probably get the recognition. That's how you get the fan recognition. Um, so I'm out. I, I do think each team should get at least one playoff game. It's almost yeah. like Major League Baseball when you have each team get getting one all-star. Yeah, sometimes teams don't deserve having that the one all-star, but – if you're a, a fan of the, you know, Oakland Athletics, you're not tuning into the game otherwise, unless you're seeing, I don't know, um, Tony Kemp in the game. Yeah, who is going to be there? Okay, that's a different conversation, but yeah, Mason it's probably good Miller. for the fans in the long run. Uh, what's his name? Uh, De La Cruz, Estre De La Cruz, maybe I don't know. We're 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 going off on a tangent here. Uh, Michael Thomas can still be a 100 catch wide receiver. Could not be more out. This comes from uh, their GM, Mickey Loomis, said uh, a report came out. He still believes Michael Thomas can be a 100-catch receiver. There might not be a player in the NFL I hate more than Michael Thomas. He stinks. Uh, Hasn't had a 100-catch season since 2019. Um, I don't know if he is actually this injury-prone or he just doesn't actually like playing football because he plays like two games a year. Goes on a he loves social media. Goes on social media about how he's disrespected, no one back, and the league better watch out. And then he <laughs> has two games where he gets four catches in each game, and then he's out for the rest of the year. And it's some mysterious injury that nobody actually knows what it is. He's a bum. He's a social media receiver, and he will never. He won't even get fifty catches in a season again. He might be out of the league this time next year. The guy's a bum. Hey, can't guard Mike. Yeah, you can't guard him when he's on his couch. Right. He's a bum. <laughs> What in the Boston is that? Oh, he's a bum. Name my is. first when Johnny Damon was uh, was a Boston Red Sox. I named my first kid Johnny, my second kid Damon. Then he goes to the Yankees. Oh, that guy's a bum. Johnny Damon, he's a bum. You're like a Boston Red Sox fan right now. Um, but I'm also out. No way, he's a hundred catch wide receiver anymore. He's been too injured, too many injuries. 
Uh, first off, is Derek Carr. I mean, I will say this. Derek Carr focuses in a lot on one wide receiver. He, he did it with Devontae Adams. Yep. Uh, he did it with Hunter Renfro before. But they also have Chris Olave. Uh, I, I don't see it. I don't see him being a 100-catch wide receiver. I don't see him playing 17 games. No. Correct. All right. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing this one? All right, Ian. Exclusive live streaming NFL games in or out. Yeah, we've already talked about this. I'm in. And welcome to the future, old man. It's going to suck. It's going to suck for the first little while, but it is the correct step in the correct direction. What? No, we're I'm done. In. We're done. I'm we're in. not doing this anymore. I'm not getting into it. You are wrong. I am right. Um, you you get a cut from, from Peacock, don't you? I that's wish. The only, that's the only rational explanation right here. I should. I should get like a Peacock promo code I can give out and get a little cut of every time every person who signs up to Peacock because of me. I hope the Falcons go 0-17. Oh, that's well, that's just mean. That's just mean. All right. What the hell's going on with you? Um, I'm running the Brooklyn half marathon on Saturday. So I'm in I'm, pre- I'm prepping for that. That's what I got going on this week. Wow, look at you. I will be running it very, very, very slowly, um, but I will. My goal is to not walk, and I'll be able to do that. But it's going to be slow. Very impressive. If I ran a mile, I think I would pass out. I am very much not in cardio shape. Okay, I play basketball. I play softball. You get me to run more than a mile, just just running, I I would legitimately pass out. Um, just went to Whiskey Myers on Saturday. Went to Blink One Eighty Two in Chicago. Met up with Verderam. Actually, went with him the weekend before. Um, been to a Blink lot of concerts. Blink One Eighty Two is coming to New York here in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to go. You should. Was it Take good? A, great, it? incredible. Yeah. Uh, Tom DeLong being back was outstanding. They yeah. they had a great show, great time. They play all this stuff. I mean, anything you want to hear, even off like their early albums, like Dumpweed, Aliens Exist. Let's go. Um, Love it. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm also doing a workout situation. I have a golf Ooh. trip I'm going on in oh. about a month. We do a Ryder cup. Me and I used dudes. to do that. Yep. I, I do, used to do that. I do two Ryder cups a year. One with my fraternity guys and one with a whole bunch of guys from, from Mizzou uh, in general. This one's at Lake the Ozarks. We're getting our country home. And, uh, to hit some bombs, we're all doing a thing from now up until June 17th, whenever it is, we're doing 40 push-ups a day, 40 sit-ups a day, 40 curls a day, and like 40 uh, squats a day. So that's what we're doing. We're all going to be hitting 300-yard drives. All right. I like it. We're, 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 you and I, Ian, we're the pinnacle of health. Yes. Uh, yeah. And look at us. I hit a, I golfed uh, for the first time this season this past week and I hit a 367 yard drive. Now, was it, was the hit, was the whole downhill? Yes. Was the wind at my back heavy? Yes. Did you, did, did you ride the cart path? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love golf. That's awesome. Uh, when you come to KC, we'll have some fun. We'll play. Deal. Have you ran a half marathon before? I have not. I've never been a distance runner. Um, I was always a sprinter growing up. Uh, track and field around the 100 the 200 the hurdles hated long distance um but the past five years have gotten out of shape i said hey i need something to get back in shape to lose a little bit of weight i just get into long distance running i have a friend who's into it who runs the new york marathon every year 
So I went from, I, it was kind of a New Year's resolution thing at the start of this year. I could barely run 5K to start the year. I've been running now the past five and a half months. Uh, and now I'm ready to do the half marathon. Once again, I will still be slow, but I will be running the half marathon. I'm proud of you, Ian. I'm Thank proud you. of you. What you, need, what you need to do, you live stream it. And in the words of Woozy Guy from earlier, I will grab some popcorn and watch. Perfect. That's good. Be about a two and a half hour long live stream. <laughs> this was a Stacking the Box podcast with Ian McMillan and Sterling Holmes. Until next Tuesday, we are out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.